Yo, open roll with BTG as I'm walking through the crib back home. It's a home game today. Uh, speaking of a home game, uh, you know, Giants handle their business at home. I hate when my fucking Raiders play down to... They play down the competition. No disrespect to the Giants, but we know this ain't the Giants here. You know, and, and even though we un, we understand the whole any given Sunday, I get that. And we are battling back. Boy, this has been, the Raiders have always been built off of drama. You know what I mean? They have always had something. If again, we the word mystique is a part of the Raiders, um, a, a part of their franchise, right? We got rough and rugged type of players. Well, we used to. Not so much anymore. Um, I've been trying to get that fly all day. Um, you know, we love the deep ball. I mean, everybody does. But that's what we built off of speed, nasty, rugged type of players, colorful players. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what it is. And as, as of lately, I think there has been a little bit too much of that. A little too much character from John Gruden. Um, a little too much speed for, and I hate this, I don't want to make this sound, take, uh, you know, the situation lightly because someone passed away, but a little too much speed for Ruggie, for, uh, for Ruggs. You know what I mean? A little too much character from Arnett. And to the point where I think it's starting to affect the team. Now, losing Gruden affected us in a good way because lo and behold, we find out that's, you know, that coach has been holding us back. You know, Ruggs was one of our top draft picks, and he started to turn out into a great receiver. You know what I mean? Making a household name for himself. Uh, highlight reels in the future, you know, and, 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 and what we was looking for in the future. This was supposed to be the year that Carr had close to almost a complete team because the defense had been playing better. But this is the closest he's gotten to since 2016, almost a complete team, uh, to shake up some shit. But incident after incident after incident has set us back, and I think we're emotionally tied to it. It's a lot on the, it's a lot on the other players and things like that, and it's a lot on the front office, a lot on the staff, coaching staff, et cetera. Yet and still, the AFC West, we're all tied up. You know, I think we're still uh, we're we're tied with the Chargers at five. Well, where, where, where are we at? Five and four. I want to say we're at five. Are we at five and four? Yeah, I think we're at five and four right now. Chargers at five and four. All right, I think we're either at five and four or five and three. I think we're at five and three, and and then the Broncos and Kansas City is at five and four. So we're all tied for first place. We've been in first place for what the past two weeks or so. And we could have taken sole control of the division a while ago. I mean, we could have taken over. You know what I'm saying? We should be at least seven games. We should have seven games right now. Losing to the Bears, losing to the Giants, unacceptable. Off top. You know what I mean? And, um, well, you know, the Bears game was the last game that Chucky had uh, coached. And the Giants game, we just rolled over. And even and I, the only positive thing that I could take away from that game is that we went to the red zone on numerous occasions and came out with field goals and a missed field goal. You know, I want to say three field goals and a missed field goal. That's a lot of points taken off the board between those four uh, trips to the red zone. 
a lot of points, and we almost and we lost by a touchdown. We got to get it together because we are, we're always floating around that 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 realm of being a good team and an above good team. We've always float floated around, but we can never get there. And then the second half of the season has never been pleasant to us, you know, because when we are on the rise, we start off good and then we'll just drop. And then we then we're banking on scenarios to get in and things like that. And I'm tired of that. Sometimes we need to just out outright own our division, even if Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in that division. Don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? We could push them to the second team. But they do have the best quarterback. And then the Chargers do got a solid quarterback. Um, as far as Denver, I mean, they did handle um a Dallas team this 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 past weekend, but I'm not I don't know if they if that's their franchise quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater. They could still be looking for a quarterback. But it's competitive none the least. I did want to bring up the uh the Monday night game, not the game in well, somewhat of the game in general. Um so the Bears played the Steelers, and there was a play where a linebacker had made a play, and he got called for taunting. Um, they just finished covering it, too, on first take. And you can actually see the ref that threw the flag got him. He hip-checked him. Like, you can see it, because you can see that the ref actually paid attention to what he did and when the linebacker turned around to go towards his sideline, there was a split second for him to move out the way from, from hitting the ref. And you could see the ref kind of back up and take that hit. And as soon as he took that hit, the ref threw the flag. And then the ref made a statement saying that it wasn't more so of the hit, but it was more so of the taunting because of the gesture, his body gesture towards the opposite, uh, towards the opponent. I call bullshit on that. I call bullshit on that, and I don't. There was nothing wrong with taunting in the NFL. Most of the fights that you got were from wasn't from. I would say most of them. Some taunting did lead to fights, but most of them there weren't. It didn't come from taunting. It, those fights stem from personal beefs. You know what I'm saying? The Odell Beckham and Josh Normans, Andre Miller. I mean Andre Miller, Andre Johnson. And I forgot the DB at the time that played for the Titans. That was personal. And it could have been, and, and, and again, it's not like a, it was an ongoing beef. The beef can stir from that game from a couple of plays or something like that. But from taunting, nah, nah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't get it. You can't give us one thing and then take away another thing. You can't give us touchdown celebrations and, and allow us to have defensive um, touchdown celebrations but then take away taunting because it's pretty much it's the same thing. Any, to me, anytime, if technically anytime that you score a touchdown, whether it's on offense or defense, and you uh, do a celebration, that's still a form of taunting in a way going by y'all rules or whatever. So you just got to let that happen, man. These are grown-ass men. Some of them are playing with emotions. Some of them is playing uh, you know, strategically, like mentally and, 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 and things like that. Like, it's, it's, it's a lot of testosterone floating around, you know, a lot of egos, a lot of alpha male type shit. Let that shit happen as long as they don't go overboard to where they're fighting. And again, I don't believe that this shit leads up to fighting. You know, now, T.O. running to the Dallas Star, you know what I'm saying? That type of taunting, I love it, by the way. But yeah, I can see how that would start a fight. But you don't get those type of celebrations. That's, that's why he is who he is, because you don't get those type of celebrations every year. 
You know what I mean? He's the only one that has actually actually done that. The only the only other person that has actually done a uh, celebration, a Tonsi celebration with someone's logo that made major headlines was Kyrie when he stepped on Lucky from the Celtics, which I thought was funny as well. But you don't get that too many times. You know what I mean? I I don't know, man. I just think the NFL is going at is. <laughs> It's doing a little too much. But we already know that's how it's been with the NFL. We barely got the uh, touchdown celebrations back a couple of years ago. So that is what it is. You can't touch anybody. You can't hit anybody, which I ain't going to lie. I'm not completely against that because, you know, there has been some cats who got their head knocked off and ain't recovered from it. And you can really, really damage not just your career, but your life if you get hit the wrong way. You know what I mean? A lot of them be blindsided unnecessary type hits, you know what I mean? But it's a, it's, it's a brutal sport, and I understand them trying to save cats the best way they can, but a lot of shit is just over overprotective. Moving on to my Lakers, man, I wanted to get a, a short show. Uh, we recently just played um, the Hornets, and um, we see what the issue is. Besides the turnovers, we're having an issue with closing out the game because I don't see how you can go up 14 with a matter of, what, four minutes left? not maintain that lead. So, I mean, again, coming into this, we knew we were going to have issue playing defense. That's number one. And I think it's just defense the whole entire game. I don't I think the the squad and then we do have certain players out, but that's that's not the that's not the point. You have to work with what you got, you know what I mean, until you can completely get healthy. I do agree that if we had a full healthy squad, maybe it'll look a little bit different, but again, we knew coming into this Vogel's going to have an issue managing all these players because these players got come with names. And he, and they come with a, they come with talent, you know what I mean. So it's he has to figure that out. And I'm not, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, on my, on my previous episode, I said it's going to be a lot for him to try to figure out. Uh, but that's his job, you know. Along with the coaching staff that he hired. At the same time, I do have to hold the, the players re, uh, responsible, hold them uh, accountable for their actions in the second half, not just the second half, but mainly in the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? Like starting off slow, you can you you can fix that immediately. You know what I mean? But maintaining a big lead, it's almost to the point where the narrative, like with my Raiders, if they're down by 14, the narrative this season is that they can actually come back. Whereas with the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? The narrative is if we even if we do go up by a big lead, it's a huge possibility that we're gonna lay down, take a nap, and allow the other team to come back. That is an issue, and that's on everybody, including Vogel, for not calling the timeouts. You know what I mean? If we're up by 15, as soon as they get that mug within 10, timeout. What's going on? Because that's two to three, that's two to three buckets in a row without us, you know, contest, you know, we, we need to do better than that. And um, I still like Melo coming off the bench. Do you see what it is? It's like a, it's a, it's a whole totally different show with with inside the show. I just think he needs to play longer. You know what I mean? Bring him off the bench, but I do think his his minutes need to go up a little bit more, just a little bit more. Uh, Monk, Monk is having an up and down. He's having an up and down. Like I think. I, but, I, you know, in yesterday's game, maybe because it was playing against his old squad, he found his little gift. But I know he could play way better than that. He can, He's a cat that can fit in. And within that fitting in, he can take over. So I, re, I, I and, but again, it's still early. It's still a matter of time. I'm just saying, let's start working on those adjustments early. I know everything is going to start off staggering, a little, a little fuzzy. 
But let's start working on that. Or along with Russ, too. Russ has missed some egregious jumpers. You know what I mean? And not just Russ, but a, a lot of them is missing layups, too, including Russ, because Russ is the main one going to the rack or whatever. And it's like, we missing a gang of layups. We leaving a lot of money on the table. You know what I mean? And I think I think it's, you know, I think we take take for granted that these are athletes that's been playing for a long time. But when you put them in new situations, we feel like it's easier for them to adapt to. And I've always said that it's going to take some time because it's not pickup ball. And there's a system that has to be ran and players got to be comfortable in their positions. And right now, I still think that we're figuring out the positions, even with Brian being out. You know what I'm saying? Cats have taken on a different role. But when Brian comes back, then we got to do some readjusting. And I'm cool with it, man. Because like I said, as long as we can get to the playoffs healthy, 80%, 85%, I'm with it. You know what I mean? As of right now, I just want to show a little bit of big brother. You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit of it. Because everybody seems like they playing, playing right now. And they not playing around. <laughs> they really not, man. They are not playing around. Um, quick news. We did pick up Deshaun. Deshaun Jackson, it's going to be a lot of crips at that uh, at them Vegas football games. We know that for sure. Um, that's the, Honestly, we already know what that is. That's to replace Ruggs, and he's going to get used. I would like to, on the greedy side, and I have to be greedy as a Raiders fan, I, I still want Odell. I really want Odell. And I know he's going to, I know he's probably going to do better in, in Kansas City. I know he's going to do better, um, you know, uh, with the, I mean, well, he was, the the Rams is you would think is a, is a great fit you know in L A and stuff like that and you know them having a much better defense uh, but yeah obviously there's other teams that he will fit better with um, as far as contenders but I really think that would help himself and Derek Carr and the Raiders if he was to have that silver and black on or that black and silver on you know what I mean like I. I don't know if it's going to happen because they're talking about him going to the Seahawks. Um, and that's cool, too. You know what I'm saying? They got, they'll got they have a three-headed monster and, and receivers as well, even though, you know, I mean, the offense is a little bit different, but that would be a stack receiving core over there. But come on, Odell. You know what I'm saying? Come to Vegas. And, and personality-wise, nobody trusted. The homies hit me up like, Odell and Deshaun in Vegas? Yeah, I know it's crazy. Because honestly, and not to make any excuses, but you can get in a lot more trouble playing in Vegas than honestly playing anywhere else because Vegas is built right there for the strip. There's nothing else. There's nothing else, which means all the issues is going to be right there. What I mean by that is that outside of that strip, you know what I'm saying? Outside of the gambling and shit like that, bro, there's really nothing to do. There's really nothing to do. So you're, you're looking to get into something you got, it's, it's cheaper than in some of the larger markets where you staying at, it's a little bit more cheaper. And by Deshaun, his his home is three is three hours away. His home court advantage is three hours away. There's nothing for the homies and the family to, to take that trip over there. There's nothing for him to go back and forth to L.A. You know what I'm saying? Odell being closer to Hollywood and, and Vegas. Come on, man. Come on, man. These cats are still young. You know what I'm saying? So I know they're going to be out there living. So that's why they say it's a bad fit. But as far as talent-wise and what can do for the Raiders... I need that, man. I need that. Hey, look, man, overrun with BTG. Short episode. And uh, in, 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 in a nutshell, my Raiders got to play uh, above their means and not, and not, and not lower their, um, their expectations for these other teams that they're supposed to be better than. 
And my Lakers is still trying to figure it out. Not mad at it. It's a good W. It's a bad W because, you know, we could have won by a lot more. We could have made an example of how we're supposed to be the team that we're better than. At the same time, man, I ain't going to complain. I'm going to take the W. Over the road, BTG. I'll see y'all next week.